So this whole, uh, I mean, I don't want to be this guy who doesn't want to talk about. I mean, yesterday was insane, and I'm kind of proud of it. I won't be. We're recording. Oh, we are. There's an edit button on there, right? It's raw and uncut. No, we uh, we got a a fun segment here, kind of with a a viral star actually. But um, the whole the whole idea behind this, we've been talking about for a long time now. Um, I always talk about that travel life, and when you're traveling, you're so free. You're who. You're, you can be anyone you want to be. You got no inhibitions. There's no patterns. Everything's exciting, curiosity. And then it seems like when you go back home or you're in the day-to-day routine around the same people, you kind of get stagnant. And the, the life, the energy, the adventure, you kind of lose it. So um, that's a big thing I've been working on in my life coming back from my travels. I'm still going to travel. But when I get back home, how do I keep that adventure? All right, here's another little uh, snippet. We got to fill in because that stupid snowball was being staticky with my new laptop. And uh, it's good though because when uh, something bad happens and you learn how to adjust and do something with it, and now we figured out how to do cutting and editing and then audacity. But we're still going to keep it raw. We're still going to keep it real. But, anyways, this episode I think is really neat. It's about a guy that lives the 9 to 5 life, had the family, had the picket fence, the suburban life um, in Minnesota. Kind of, you know, a lot of people, they get there and they just uh, watch TV at night or wither away. But, you know, Mr. Newsbaum has figured out how to live, how to bring that, that travel spirit, that adventure spirit into, you know, your everyday suburban 9 to 5 life. And I freaking love it, you know, from being a rock star on the weekends to doing color commentary for the local basketball team and, and I've always kind of um, noticed that free spirit of him, and I, I love it. I, I connect with it. Now, I mean, he's a kid at heart, and that's a way I try to figure out how to keep that curiosity and keep that love of life when I was a kid to bring it to my life now. And I think uh, George has figured a way how to do it for a long time, and I respect him for it. And uh, this episode kind of gets in his mindset. And it's neat, too, because we recorded it right after he kind of blew up. Um, a viral uh, video of him, uh, color commentary, saying funny stuff, was making the rounds on Barstool, ESPN, Jimmy Kimmel. I mean, it was all over. TMZ. TMZ and it was, it was neat to see people seeing what I've seen all along and, and not just thinking he's a goofball because he definitely knows what he's doing. And Jake was here with the recording too. And what were your thoughts? He's just uh, lives fearlessly. Um, not afraid to get into anything. I think he mentions it in this. Is uh he never really played guitar his life, and he just decided to pick it up. And ten years ago, I think it was. And now he's in a couple different bands. So I think <laughs> I think that's awesome. So, and like, like you kind of alluded to the uh, part about not coming home and just watching Netflix, because he was saying how he had to study, and then he was done with that. And to fill the void, most people just find a new Netflix show, and so he that's when he decided to pick up the guitar. Create. He's producing, not mm-hmm. consuming. I mean, I freaking love it. And he's so full of life and so full of energy. People think, oh, he's a goof and he's off in his own world. He's trying to be a kid. But no, I think it's in its projection. He even talks about it from them wishing they could put themselves out there, wishing they could live with that that vitality. That's what Yeah, I think so. But yeah, no, it's almost like he uh, lives very calculated. And so he knows what he's doing. And, yep. and he doesn't care if, he's, if somebody else is insecure about him the way he's living. Just... Out of the freaking comfort zone. I freaking love it. But hey, call to actions. Uh, like, subscribe, follow, Instagram. We're on there. Bold, per- uh, bold underscore perceptions. We're on Facebook. Bold perceptions. Uh, review on iTunes. Subscribe on Spotify. Do this stuff because it helps us with business referrals. It helps us with connecting people, networking. That's our freaking mission. 
Connect the doers. We're trying to build something here. It's not just a podcast. This is our vehicle. We're creating something, creating a community of freaking positivity from all around the freaking world and, and connecting these doers. So get in contact with us. Send us your email. We're doing uh, monthly newsletters we're putting together. We want to do book clubs. We want to do all these different things, but we need engagement from you guys. So do that and enjoy the episode. Just as I internalized what we were going to talk about a little, that was a blessing for me in a, just a roundabout way that I lost my dad, ultimately, because it makes you independent. It makes you think creatively. Um, you have to fend for yourself. Um, my, my mother passed years ago, but she was an immigrant literally off a boat from Czechoslovakia. Really? So, yeah, oh yeah. So, um, I mean, she, God bless her, she really wasn't a whole lot of help <laughs> uh, growing up that way. Just, you know, besides like uh, a roof over your head and fabulous cook and what have you. But she didn't give me any like life lessons or any, anything like that. Um, so you just had to figure it out on your own. Um, and so I'd like to think I did. And when I went to college, I went as far away as I could. And that was probably smart as well because you it's kind of sink or swim a lot of my patterns are sink or swim and sometimes i sink um but 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 you just learn from those sinks though you get right back up yes that is kind of where i come from on stuff um now take me through this so you were you were on the baseball field at what 15 16 yeah i was playing we had our school team i I mean i'm old but i think it was that it was either the 10th grade team or jv or something um, in our uh, town of Brookfield, and I'm in left field, and the, it, the first pitch is just about to happen, or maybe it's the top half of the inning, and all of a sudden I see my family car come screaming up, and my 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 sister and my brother are just motioning, come on, you got to get in the car. My dad had heart disease, so we didn't really think it would be forever he'd be around, but you just never expect to have this happen. So they're like, you got to go now, we mean business. And so I trot in and I tell my coach and he's like, you got to go. So I went in the car. We went to the hospital for last rites for him. And so there I was as a kid in my baseball uniform. And uh, he didn't pass that day, but it sure hit home that he could pass that day. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I think he lasted a few more months um, and then passed away. He had multiple heart attacks and heart disease and. Um, but just to have that happen at a young Experience, age. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember. I was. I remember pounding my glove, going, "Geez, uh, why am I hitting fifth? I remember thinking that. And uh, one moment, and then the next moment, you got to get in the car. We're going to downtown Milwaukee, and uh, we think our dad's going to die. So there you go. So that just had a, a just a big effect on me. Uh, I think in being independent, and I realized the sun rose the next day just fine even though you're trying to figure it all out in your brain um and if i could kind of handle that you could handle just about anything yeah so i kind of had something to do with it i think that's that's yeah, how about that's that fascinating. yeah you know, it's but it's just like anything can go like that anything can go and then like the sun that. goes right back up the sun goes right back up. You can call it the circle of life. You can call it whatever you want. But that's just it. The world just keeps turning no matter what you have going on. So Why well, um, not do what you like and let you, the chips fall where they may, right? That's what you got to do. So so now you guys, I get a lot of yucks out of this. I play old man baseball. 
you know, baseball, baseball for two teams in town. And uh, some people are like, you know what, you still, you still play because of what happened to you when you were 16. Mm. You know, I sat, I'm like, you know, maybe. But then when I thought about it, I'm like, no, because I played a lot of sports after that. And I enjoy playing baseball. So why not go out there and play baseball? I can still play yeah. a little bit. Um, I enjoy the camaraderie of the dugout. Um, why stop doing it? Because you're 50 years old. Mm-hmm. So I did just break my wrist doing a head first slide in the second <laughs> <laughs> last July. But like there are there all these guys on the team are just are always on me. You're gonna play again, aren't you? You're gonna play again. I'm like, yeah, I probably will. Because it's super fun. I just won't head first slide anymore. And that's the thing, um, Mr. Nussbaum. Noose. Call me Noose, my man. Um, it seems like, you know, obviously growing up and stuff, you're kind of that, that fun father, right? You're partying at the, the college with the kids and all that, and they're like, oh, is he just trying to stay young, or is he, he's in his own world? But I've always thought, and then recently I've really kind of got the picture, you're self-aware of what you're doing. You know what I mean? You know your mindset. You're not some out here in left field, out of it. You're, you're living life how you want to live, and you're not worried about everyone saying, oh, you're too old. No, or, I don't care. You, know. you just hit on one of the – that's a beautiful point that you just brought up because, no, you, you're not trying to be their friend. In my situation, people out there, think about it. I was all alone at 16 and had to make my own choices. I want my kids to make their own choices. As we speak, Brett Nussbaum – college freshman St. Thomas is going to drive next week from here, Minneapolis to LA with two college buddies. They're going to stop at Arizona state, <laughs> Arizona state. They're going to have their fun. And I'm a huge proponent of you three go GPS your route, you have some details, but I'm not going to be a helicopter guy. Yeah. You guys got to go because when I did those trips, like we would drive to Florida or Texas on spring break you always came back a better person. And, and you kind of got to, it's that it's not sink or swim, but you kind of got to take some chances here or you're going to regret it and you're not going to grow. So that's why I parent the way I do. I learned a lot from independent thinking and not being afraid to fail. And I, I've certainly failed a ton. So that's kind of really what I think what my vibe is. You got to figure it's it out. It's a free spirit, own. man. It's a free spirit. I, right? That's why I love it. I love I love people that just beat to their own drum. As long as you're doing you got one positivity, <laughs> as long as you're not making you know negativity on other people, mm-hmm. then you don't matter. You don't got to worry about what everyone thinks. And what I think is crazy is how you're able to do it in the same area for so long and how to keep life so exciting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because me, I got to go travel. And I, gotta, I need adventure mm-hmm. and new stuff. But yep. you're able to live that travel life, that travel spirit mm-hmm. here. And that's by doing color commentary. That's by doing rock band stuff. Yep. That's by, yep. you know, having fun with your kids. Yeah. Can you speak on that? Like, yeah. I, I, what keeps it fresh and exciting to me is, um, I have the energy to try. So I set a lot of goals and excuse me, as a guy who's been told he has a lot of energy. Um, I have the energy to try to carry out those goals. And, and flexibility in my life, too. So, like, I'm a big believer in goal setting. I don't always share them with everybody. Um, but I will, like, periodically ask my sons how they feel about goal setting. And then if I can help them achieve those goals, 
I mean, you're, you're not godlike, but you feel great about it. Um, so that helps me keep it fresh. Goal set, realistic goal setting. And I don't hit all my goals. Um, a couple years ago, I started playing old man baseball again. And one of my goals was to hit 500. Okay. And to hit home runs. When I was in, when I was playing softball, I would hit home runs. And I weighed the same, you know, I was, I was stronger, but I wasn't that much stronger. As it turned out, I did hit 500 right on the head uh, for the prior league. What team were we here? Prior league. Like the Mud Dogs? Marines or something? Mariners? Oh, shoot. Where were we? We went out there, Mariners. We folded. Prior league Jays? I can't remember. Um, anyway, so I, I got to hit 500, but I didn't, I didn't hit that goal of hitting home runs. I had a couple that went to deep center and, like, landed on the track. But it was still so worth it that I set, had I not set those goals, I wouldn't have enjoyed all that fun of hitting a bunch of doubles. And, um, you keep testing yourself. You, you got to keep, keep testing yourself. Um, you know, where does the color commentary come involved? Where does the rock band stuff? Is that goals or is that? Oh, you know what? I got to think back to that. Um, yeah. So let's see. So when I finished my MBA, I asked the pharma company I was with to pay for my MBA. They said, yeah, we'll, we'll do it for you. 10 years ago, it, it's, I had a void when I finished. Um, I, I had a, a time slot that I would always study and do things from, I don't know, let's call it like 9 p.m. to midnight, five nights out of the week. What am I going to do to fill that void? Well, you know, I've always liked music and I've done this and that, so I'm going to learn guitar. And so I put that into that time slot and I got a guitar teacher, I took some lessons and I started talking to people. More importantly, I didn't take that many lessons, but I talked to people that were really good, kind of like a mentor, like a modern day mentor or so. And then I just kind of proactively um, taught myself. And um, then that begats another goal. And then like other goals are like, well, I want to play in a band or I want to get guys together and jam and uh, learn X number of songs and play live and just develop myself that way in a lot of different areas. And so... You picked up the guitar 10 years ago? Yeah. Out of just blue? You never had no music experience? No, I never did. I never did. Um, I won a karaoke contest. I know people are going to laugh at a big pharma meeting of ours. Um, but hey, they were all drunk on wine anyway. So <laughs> hey, what does that matter? But and, and the point of that is just not that I won. It's just that I didn't get like booed off the stage, really. And so... Um, someone was, I don't remember, people are just like, ah, you should probably do that. I'm like, yeah. So it just came together where I had time on my hands. I set goals and I like music. Um, and so, you know, kind of, I don't want to say the rest is history, but now I have two sets of people that are asking me to play, um, with them. And it's fun because drummers explode. Um, guitarists get temperamental, uh, bass players move away. And equipment breaks and gets stolen, but these are fun things. So you just kind of, kind of have like um, a second string, or not even a second string, just a lineup ready of several of each position. So you can kind of plug and play, and play in my basement or somebody's garage, or um, play like we used a couple years ago. We were playing a lot of like VFWs and stuff, and just little bars. And that's what we're gonna we're about to do again, because uh, you realize when you're up there. You don't get thrown out. Um, you will have some some people enjoying it, and a lot of people really don't even listen to you after a couple of songs. They're just there to have a good time. So 
you know, there's a spot up there for you guys. Um, George Jr. played guitar with me as we wrote a rap song <laughs> for his employee over Thanksgiving. That's awesome. And Jack picked up, uh, was, I think it was a Travis Scott track, and he learned the drum track to it immediately. We have a full setup in our basement, music setup. And so we, we made a couple rap songs over That's Thanksgiving. Awesome. And it was pretty, it was just, it was fun, it was enlightening. Well, it's just neat, man. It seems like it gives you like a purpose, it gives you some fulfillment, because a lot yes. of people when they get older, you know, they get home from work, they turn the TV on, they're not doing nothing, they're, I mean, but you, you picked up a random instrument and said, you know what? Yeah, I kind of did. Yeah, I did, and I recommend that for everybody. You know, somewhere along the line, I remember reading something like, everybody should, should learn an instrument before they're done. I, I remember that, and it just kind of said to me just do it and that's just it just do it like nike says <clears throat> along the way you, you know people are gonna are again they're gonna rip you at times they're gonna but again i think that's it, it's not fun to get those i don't like to get arrows th- you know slung yeah. at me all the time but really when someone is saying something to me i i'm gonna look them in the eye and i'm thinking really this is coming from your insecurities not mine I'm and th- sure. and that's if there is a message that that's my message to to people. Well, speaking of just doing it and then um, doing it, color commentary for the local uh, basketball team yeah. that you've been doing for a couple of years. And then, you know, you guys have been putting in all this work and doing great jobs, getting oh, views. Thank you. And, and now all of a sudden, you, you catch some national attention, you know, with a, with a viral clip. But yeah. let's speak about just doing that. You just started, you know what, I'm going to start color commentary for the local team. You just walk in there and say, I want to do it? No, you know what? Like... They asked me to be a sub. There was an earlier um, stream team here in town in Prior Lake. And, you know, I had three new spawn boys in the basketball program. So I'm around it. And uh, one of the guys is like, hey, you know, Gio, why don't you be the backup uh, when so-and-so can't make it because he travels? Sure, happy to. While you're waiting for your chance, I'm listening to these guys doing their thing. And they sound good, but they don't sound like how I want to sound. Um, I want to be more positive. That's just me. They were pretty negative, and that helped. That helped me again. That was the good and the bad that I saw my lens, because I just made up my mind I wasn't going to sound like there. One broadcaster saying, "We got to fire the coach. We got to fire the coach." <laughs> That's high school. It's high school. Uh, a Tuesday in February <laughs> in Fire Lake, Minnesota. Right? I mean, come on. Right? I'm like, what made you decide this? <laughs> They're right. So that helped me selfishly um, realize, you know, I'm not that, I don't think I'm that way anyway. But now when I'm on the air with Lee, you know, we want to be positive. That just underscores that to me. And there's nothing better than when people come up and go, God, you guys are a lot of fun. Um, because that's how you can kind of pay it forward to other people that listen. They don't want to hear negativity. And, and I don't want, and that's not in me really anyway. So, so that's how I got into it. I was like the sub. And then opportunity arose, and I was ready for it because their kids graduated, and they were crabby and grumpy. <laughs> and so it kind of fell my way, and I was very confident to just grab that mic and, and just be myself. And, and so, you know, I'm still coaching in town, and I've been I've coached for 13, 14 years, probably, maybe longer. Say, probably yeah, longer. yeah, and other organizations have asked me to coach um, because our kids played AAU. I did a little. So you're just you're comfortable in your own skin, and you're you're okay to take a chance, you know. Even though things happen fast, coaching, you know, especially in basketball, you know, you, you gotta have 
tactics ready to rock. Well, I love the point, too, um, of uh, being yourself and mm-hmm. then just saying, hey, I'm going to go on here and I'm going to keep it positive, keep it fun. Obviously, you got people tuning in. They were liking it. <laughs> and obviously, you got clipped. And we you, were the best fans in the world. You went you went viral. and But it's, it's a point to... But you're just doing it and being yourself. You weren't trying to be nobody else. You weren't trying to be fake. And people no. love yeah. that. People love... They are attracted to that. So it's just... It's it's real. Absolutely. Uh, well, I think so. Thank you. And you know what? If people want you to be fake, then, you know, do you, do you really want them to be your best fans? Probably not, right? And are you in it? I'm not in it to get, you know, a million hits or a million fans. It's nice to a point. Lee and I laugh about that, but really, we're just being ourselves, like you're saying, and doing something we enjoy. It's it's that simple. There doesn't have to be an ulterior motive for everything, right? If you enjoy what you do, just enjoy what you do. Just be what fun. What do you got, Jake? Yeah. I kind of let you in the... I mean, you're a fun-loving guy, You guys Jake. are rolling. That was, that was great. So, you know what? And and But you have to realize, though, you have to get by that initial stage where someone is... Nine out of ten people probably will, will like what you're doing, but there's going to be this one person lurking in yeah. a corner waiting to take their shot. And then you do all your focus on that one person when everyone else is saying good stuff. It's the whole... Uh, this is another one. Uh, yeah. Embarrassment is the cost of entry. If you aren't willing to look Ooh. like a foolish beginner, you'll never become a graceful master. I think it's... Who think said it's, that? Ed Lattimore. Yeah, the Ed Lattimore guy. But, um, I like it. But I, I just... It's fascinating. That's I, totally I, true. I love... Uh, it's so true. You know what I mean? That the projection, when people are throwing slings at you because you're being yourself. I mean... Just being yourself. Yeah, and you got to conquer your fears, too, I would say. Um... You know, as I did my show prep, uh, driving here with Starbucks, I, I was thinking about how, as a, so I love the outdoors. I like to archery hunt. And when I was a kid, I used to be deathly afraid of bears because now and then I would just kind of run into one at our lake cabin. And then I, at some point I, I realized, probably about college age, I'm like, you know what? I don't, I don't like being afraid of them, so I'm going to start hunting them. Sorry, animal lovers. <laughs> um, so, so... What I did was, I, you know, I just mentally prepared myself really to go out there with a bow and arrow, not a gun. To me, again, I'm not here to offend a soul, but just my little belief system is anyone can use a gun or a rifle, but, you know, to use a bow and arrow, you know, you're kind of, you're closer to their terms, I would say, mm-hmm. closer. It's a lot harder. So that's what I did. I went out there with, with a bow and arrow, and, um, and I had some moments where... I, one was looking at me. They can't see very well, so their eyes are are kind of beady and set in that black area. And one, I'm looking at this one stare. We have a stare down. Me and a black bear up by Brainerd, and he he looks like the devil himself. And he's looking at me and he's like snorting. And I'm only up ten feet up, not even ten feet up. I don't like getting up too high in a tree stand. And, and that was one of my moments where I'm looking at him and I, he can he can he knows I'm there, and I don't know if he's going to charge me or not. And I'm, I'm scared, but I'm ready. And so I just had to kind of go through mentally, are you ready to do this? And my answer to myself, even if it was really silly, was, yeah, I'm ready to do this. So I was at full draw, um, ready to let one fly right at its heart. And it, it didn't charge me. It just kind of huffed and puffed and circled away and, and kind of went back into the trees. But I knew from that point on I could do it. So, and I, and now, so, you know, we own land by Hayward and it's like right in the middle of a 
maximum bear density area where we see bears all the time when we hike and uh, grouse hunt, pick berries, whatever we're going to do. And now we laugh because we, we see bears out there all the time. It it's shows crazy. you what overcoming your fears does. I, now it, you're right I know, and it. it sounds cheesy. Don't get me wrong. Feel free to think it's cheesy, whoever's going to listen to this, but that's, that's the God's honest truth. So you got to be able to conquer your fears, however silly it may appear to other people. I was determined to not be afraid of black bears and then go after them. Yeah, you went from being afraid of them to living right with them. Hey, absolutely, <laughs> living right with them. I wish I could grow a beard like them. Or like you, Jake. I'm not there yet. Close. It's the, it's the whole, the fear is always bigger in your head. And then you do it, you realize it wasn't that big. Amen to that. Um, George, you. it seems like your life has been outside that comfort zone. You know, always staying uncomfortable and, and doing things and, and putting yourself out there. How have you been able to do that? And what are some, some ways other people could do that and is it the goals is it trying new things what is a really good thing to help them you know um, prosper outside of yep. their comfort zone you know what so in I, I say um, be honest with yourself just tr try to really figure out who you are be comfortable in your own skin because then you can set reasonable and incremental goals you're not gonna start to me you don't start with you know, I'm going to climb Mount Everest if I've never climbed Camelback Mountain. You're just going to start slow, but you, you have to keep moving the needle forward like when we're lifting weights, right? You're always trying to put two pounds on the bench. Um, so you're setting incremental goals over a long period of time. You know, if you want to weigh 10 pounds less, you know, you're, you're, you're really not going to keep maintain that, you know, in a week if you lose it in a week. So, but you can lose a pound a week or you can... However you want to cut that up, it's incremental goals. That's one. Uh, number two, having a nice, a, an awesome support system is very helpful. I have a, a beautiful wife, Michelle, who is very patient, and she gets a kick out of everything I do. Um, but really, you know, she's kind of the opposite of like a, a micro partner. So I think she sees the value in being independent. And I feel the same way about her. I want her to have her interests and hobbies. She's very musically inclined. She, she's, she teaches piano. She gets asked to sing this, that. And it kind of, it goes both ways. So you're blessed to have a nurturing partner that way. And your family, you know, the boys. They're, they're always laughing at me. But deep down, I think they get a kick out of it, you know, what the old man's up to. So there you go. So that's what I would look for and talk about with people trying to figure out how to have passion and um, pursue it. I like it. I like it. Um, how about a quote you live by? Woo. Um, a quote I live by. You know, that's a good one. <clears throat> you know what? I mean, I would just say every day is a new day. You know, like if you had a bad day, you go to, you put your head on your pillow, the next morning you wake up, and, and oh, I know, Mike Ditka said it. You have a choice to be uh, happy or sad every day. I've seen him say that many times, and he's borrowing it from someone too. But it, really, happiness is a choice. And I, I know someone's going to come at me and say that's naive or whatever, whatever. You can, you can feel that, but really, you can try to choose to be happy every day of your life. And every day is a new reset. So why not life's a hell of a lot more fun when, you, when you're positive and happy than negative. Is that how you got over your father's death? Yeah, it took me a while to do it because I was so young. 
but yeah, in time you realize, and in, and in time was really uh, six months, that you're going to be just fine on your own. And there's a, a ton of value to acting independently and having rope um, to make your own mistakes. You know, I, this won't be foreshadowing, I'm sure, with Brett driving to California. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? These, these crazy kids want to drive through the night. So at the end of the day, exactly. We're, we're not saying, we, we can't say no, but we're just like, we'll just use some discretion here. You know, before you pull into Norman Bates Motel. <laughs> uh, but, I, but I deep down, we know he's got to do these things. Yeah, the like, girls. you're going all over Europe, yeah. right? I'm sure, I mean, you have the coolest parents around. Shout out to them. Yeah. You know, they, they don't try to hold you back. I'm Never. Sure. No, they throw me to the lions. That's what you do. See, I would, I would fist bump them both. That's where the all. growth comes from. It does. It, doesn't it? Yeah. So, um, uh, you know, that's kind of my take on that. Good, Jake. Ah, oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. So, but you, there are failures along the way. You fail all the time. You know, when I broke my wrist playing baseball in July, I I had already set up my guitar and my amp at the the local bar because the the team and I we were going to jam after the game in Jordan, Minnesota, and it was going to be like a fun karaoke thing. So. I was so disappointed in myself when I was dumb enough to try and do a head first slide rounding second. Because then, with a broken wrist and my arm in a sling, I have to go collect my guitar in this, this big box amp with, with one arm, and then I have to load it into my truck, and then I have to go home and just ice my arm, and it hurts pretty bad. It was a pretty good break. I have two pins in my right wrist. So... Um, you know, there's a price to be paid. That that was, I don't know if that was a failure, but that was definitely kind of like an obstacle that I had to overcome. Um, and it took two months to come back, but I did end up playing late in the season. So I, I wanted to come back and just dispel any notion in my brain that I couldn't. Um, and so I did. And I did have to uh, steal a base at second base and I slid. But you're just constantly telling yourself, do not head first line. <laughs> So that was I probably you know a bit of failure as an older guy, and you can't let it conquer you. If that makes sense, yeah. yeah. You get back on the horse, baby. Get back on the horse. Love it. Um, any final words, Mister Mister Senior? Um, well, I tell you what, um, it's probably all been said, but I I just think you, what you try to give to others, you get back. Cheesy again, corny. Some may think, but you, you get it back fivefold. You, you you get what you give. It's just not a linear slope. Try and help others. Just be comfortable in your own skin and don't take yourself too seriously. Um, and everybody's different. You know, what works for you doesn't work for me and vice versa. And try not to judge people. And, you know, life's short, so let's have some fun here, boys. <laughs> let's get that. we got to get that rock band on Bull Perception. Yes, you, know? you do. <laughs> Live stream it. Yeah. I think we should. We we tend to go insta live. Well, so well, damn, you might be a national broadcaster soon. So <laughs> we might not catch you no more. Yeah, I don't know. I, someone was saying me and Booger McFarland yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> guys, got to start somewhere. But you know what? And, and I mean, I look up to both you guys. You guys both have that independent spirit. Just by doing this, you do. I mean, you know, I could go into detail about your 
career as a quarterback. I mean, right. So I, I'm sure this sounds familiar to, to both of you, kind of the steps in the, on my path. Yeah, the same people kind of attract. The free spirit, the yeah, adventure, the out of the comfort zone. It's it's fascinating. I mean, it is it is interesting. But no, George, I, I admire how you live. It's it's very neat. You got to keep Thanks, doing. Boy. You got to keep living that way. I think it's inspiring to a lot of people. And, and it's good that the whole nation now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> blew up. So it's, it's neat. It's funny how that goes. But... Um, Cool, man. Appreciate you coming on. Thanks, and, bud. And keep doing you. Yeah, yes. That was awesome. Back at both you guys.